Welcome to the Fingal Poetry Festival podcast. In this episode, you will join Enda Coyle Green as she leads you on a poetry walk through the high woods of Ardgillen Park in Balbriggan. This episode was recorded live at the 2022 Fingal Poetry Festival. The poets you will hear are Enda Coyle Green, Susan Connolly, and David Murphy. Music is provided by Susan Connolly. Please enjoy. Right, everybody, um, welcome to the Fingal Poetry Festival walk through the forest, or a walk in the high woods, as we like to call it. And welcome to whoever is listening from the Fingal Poetry Festival podcast, too. So the route is down through the forest, cross by the playground, and back up on the other side, very slowly. There's going to be no stress involved here. Before we go, I'd like to introduce our guest poet. This is Susan Connolly, who came all the way from Drogheda at the crack of dawn uh, with her concertina and her book of poems. And she's a fine poet and musician, and Susan will entertain us here and there on the way. Right, off we go. Here. We're going to stop here, folks. Right, this is the first poem, and I'm going to be the one who breaks the ice by doing it, okay? And uh, we were just, Susan and I were just talking about uh, Richard Wilbur, and this is one I love, and I think it's appropriate for here because we're in a big estate. This belongs to Fingal County Council now, but years ago a family lived here, and they would have had a retinue of servants. Can you imagine it? And being sent miles away in the dark over to the ice house at night to get ice for the gin and tonic or whatever. So this poem is set in a house like this, somewhere like this. So put yourselves into the mindset of the people who live in that house. And this is called A Summer Morning and it's by Richard Wilbur. Her young employers, having got in late from seeing friends in town and scraped the right front fender on the gate, will not, the cook expects, be coming down. She makes a quiet breakfast for herself. The coffee pot is bright, the jelly where it should be on the shelf. She breaks an egg into the morning light, then, with the bread knife lifted, stands and hears the sweet, efficient sounds of thrush and catbird, and the snip of shears where, In the terraced backward of the grounds, a gardener works before the heat of day. He straightens for a view of the big house, ascending stony grey out of his beds, mosaic with the dew. His young employers, having got in late, he and the cook alone, received the morning on their old estate, possessing what the owners can but own. Isn't that beautiful? So, we are possessing what Fingal County Council can but own. So, anybody like to follow me and read a poem? Somebody brave? Or do you know what we'll do? We'll start with Susan. Susan will play us a yeah. could, could, could I Could I read a poem first? Oh, of course you can it will, it will just make more sense then when I play a tune. Okay, Susan. Um, this is a really lovely event. And thank, thank you for asking me along. Really I hope you all enjoy it. 
Um, so, yeah, Anda asked me to play the flute. I've played music all my life, but she asked me to play the flute. But although I've played the flute all my life, um, and I've taught it and played in an, in an orchestra, I stopped teaching it during COVID and I haven't really played it since, so I felt really uncomfortable. And during COVID, I took up the concertina. So uh, just on Zoom mainly, and I just started proper lessons in Cultus and Dundalk last October. So I'm very much a beginner. I won't be playing at speed. But anyway, to introduce that, I just want to read a poem. It's a September poem. And it, it's an event that shaped my life completely. It's about playing the piano. And uh, when I was 11, I was sent to boarding school. And um, I'd been playing the piano, like many a child, uh, from about the age of eight. But when I went to boarding school, I was really homesick. And I, had, I, w- I started going to this piano teacher every Tuesday. And it's a homage to a really good teacher. Um, and it shaped my life because I, I, pl- I learned the piano at school and then I went on to study music at college and I became a music teacher. I taught the piano for over 20 years, then the flute for 15 years. And here I am now in my 60s taking concertina lessons (laughs) so piano lessons and the teacher's name was Mrs McAllister Mrs McAllister early September first lesson with Mrs McAllister let me hear you play play your favorite piece for me shy shaky in slow motion I tried the sunbeam polka. She nods and smiles. I notice her man-sized hands, the kindness in her voice. Tuesday lunchtime, Mrs. McAllister, my name on a brand new grade three book. She plays six pieces. Choose three you like. We begin. Right hand, left hand, hands together, fingering. Though the notes are important, feeling is everything. Piano lessons. Notes fall beneath my hands like flame-coloured leaves. I want to play with them, to catch, kick, scatter and gather them. Eleven years old, homesick, I crave the familiar. Christmas over, hands and heart numb. One Tuesday lunchtime, I begin Bartok's Slovakian folk tune. The first chord sends a shiver up my spine. I glance sideways at Mrs McAllister. Did I play the right notes? That's a minor seventh chord, she says. I'll change the fingering for you. What a strange sound I hold captive in my hands. What luck to reach out 
and find exactly what I need. At home, at last, in the new and unfamiliar. My life, a piece of music, I have barely begun to play. Week by week, Mrs. McAllister draws out the silence at my core. Teacher and child, each Tuesday lunchtime, side by side. With a sudden pang, I know that's my favourite piece of all. Memory, which lightens and brightens everything. Heartwarming, comforting music at my core. David, would you like to eat something here? Have you got something with you to eat? Um, yeah, I give it a go. Well, we're we're on a walk, so I'll do a poem about walking um, the Camino. It's uh, it's a poem from a collection of mine that was brought out in the middle of COVID, called uh, "Drowning in the Desert." Um, this is about going to Finisterre, and when you get to Finisterre, there's a tradition that you finish the Camino, so you burn an item of clothing as a symbol of <coughs> renewal. I shall bring on my Camino the oldest shirts and socks, wear them each a day, maybe two, discard them in bins of albergues I pass through, or I shall wear them until the end of earth is reached and burn them on rocks the way other pilgrims do, and take off my old boots and set fire to them too, and rejoice in the pungent smell of leather and cloth until what remains on rocks is less of me. Thank you for listening to the Fingal Poetry Festival podcast. Subscribe now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And don't forget to spread the word. Send a message in a bottle, tell your friends down the pub, or write to us on Twitter, at Fingal Poetry. In fact, we would love it if you wrote a tweet-sized poem about how much you love the podcast and the Fingal Poetry Festival. The Fingal Poetry Festival takes place in North County Dublin every September. And to find out more about the festival and to purchase tickets, please visit FingalPoetryFestival.com. Kindly supported by the Arts Council, Fingal County Council, Fingal Libraries, Forest Nagelga, RTE Supporting the Arts, Lara Poshti Erin, Laureate Nanog and Poetry Ireland. <laughs>